Welcome to the Thursday, August 4th edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. This is being recorded. I'm going to tell you what's going on here. We got a lot to cram into today, and this is the official arrival day. So welcome, everybody, coming to Lake Junaluska. We are set to have an amazing weekend. I just can't, I can't wait to tell you all about it on the backside. I'm recording this on Tuesday, looking forward. The last day that I could come in here and do this, and I've tried to stretch it. So let's paint the picture here. Let's get the sky in focus. And really, we're going to carry this all the way through Sunday. That's why we have to roll. So Mercury at three o'clock this morning enters Virgo. We've got another sign change on here. So that's going to change the complexion of some horary astrology if we have to ask any questions over the weekend. Mercury is now in Virgo. Who rules Virgo? Mercury, right. And see, the thing is, Mercury was just, I mean, you're thinking, if you're thinking correctly, geez, Mercury was just in its home sign in Gemini. Yes, Gemini is only three signs back. Now, we did have a Mercury retrograde in there, but when it peeled off from that retrograde, it has been moving quickly. So three weeks, basically, to move from Cancer through Leo, and now for three weeks, it's in Virgo. And what's interesting is it will leave Virgo before August leaves us. It exits the last couple of days of the month. So Mercury is back home, and what we'll try to do maybe next week is paint some pictures of Mercury in Virgo. Don't want to take the time to do it now. If you're in the 101 course, you could go back and review some of that information and see what Mercury's characteristics are in Virgo. Just a quick snap. It's a very good time to get things organized in your mind, projects that you want to execute over the next, I would say, year, figuring out the details of that. And on the shadow side, watch out about being critical of others for the next three weeks, for the rest of August. All right. Critical alert. Boom, boom, boom. Periscope. If you catch yourself wanting to be critical of somebody, realize there's too much energy on that side of the equation. So consider backing off. Let them have some space. I guess the thing is, Mercury, if you think it, don't say it. (laughs) How about that? All right. Now, the other big picture that we have to get in our mind is the moon. Luna at 745, all these times are Eastern, moves into Scorpio, the same sign as the south node, where it stays all of today, basically, all of tomorrow, and half of Saturday, because it leaves for Sagittarius at 12.38 p.m. So it's void of course, if you're getting up early and hearing this first straight up, it's been void of course since about 2 in the morning, crosses into Scorpio at 7.45. Okay, now that's a trigger because as it transits across Scorpio between now and Saturday noon, It is going to oppose our big three hombres that we've been talking about for the last week, the North Node, Uranus, and Mars in Taurus. The Moon and Mars are triggers. The South Node in Scorpio is a trigger. What did we talk about Monday? All these places around the world that are having large protests of mostly political and economic policies. Let's paint this picture even further because as of today, Mars now is in the third decanate of Taurus. What does that mean? Divide Taurus in its 30 degrees by three. So you get 10 degrees from zero to 10, from 10 to 20, and from 20 to 30. Robert and I talked about this recently on Old Soul, New Soul. 
those three divisions of the sign are subruled by the earth signs in order. I'll explain in a minute. They're ruled, subruled by the earth signs in order and their ruling planets. All right, so let's think about it. A third, a third, and a third. Zero to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30. That's easy, right? So we have a slice of pie called Taurus, but we have three guests. We're just going to cut our little piece of pie into thirds and share it. So when you're looking at decanates, the first little piece of shared pie is always ruled by the sign that we're talking about. So the first piece of pie is Taurus. So that's Taurus, Taurus, right? So first the sign that we're talking about and the first piece of pie is that sign. So you just get an extra heavy dose of Taurus. Then what is the next earth sign if you go in zodiacal order? It would be Virgo. You go Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo. That rules the middle piece of pie, 10 degrees to 20 degrees. Then the third earth sign in zodiacal order is, the only one left, Capricorn. So the third piece of our little shared pie goes to Capricorn, ruled by Saturn. So the way we're sitting now until Mars leaves Taurus on August 20th, Mars in Taurus is subruled by Saturn slash Capricorn with the triggering moon opposite it in Scorpio, which Mars in ancient astrology ruled. Scorpio rules the eighth house of death. All right, I'm going to stop there as far as taking this scenario any farther. You get the picture. And the one other thing that I would add, let's just move up to Sunday because there are two aspects there that are important. Venus, money planet folks, trines Neptune. That happens Sunday, midday, 1242 p.m. if you want to take note of that. Venus trining Neptune. And then in the afternoon at 4 p.m., that Mars-Saturn square is exact. All right, you guys have the cookbook. Now, let me tell you where I'm going with this. I made this decision earlier this week. Things are so different now in the world. We are under Saturn-Pluto. How many times have we said that, right? And that's a big, huge macro event that can take decades to unfold. We are clearly in a new era, an era that has shifting points that we are just not in control of or aware of. I mean, let's go back to that. January 12th, 2020. Remember, you had just celebrated New Year's. The weather in Dallas on that day was pretty good. As I remember, we were all in uh, light jackets as we gathered to watch that conjunction at a coffee shop on a patio. We were outdoors. Weather was nice. And three weeks later, there was a pandemic of a virus that we still can't stop talking about. Who ever would have accurately to the detail predicted that? I know there are a lot of astrologers that on the backside claimed to have predicted. I was saying something's going to happen. But you remember that New York Times big headline, astrology failed because it didn't predict COVID? Well, that's my exact point here. Things are way beyond normal. So let's don't use conventional techniques even here in this place of astrology. So that's what I'm saying for here is let's just look at these configurations as they come up and then frame our reality as under the umbrella of Saturn and Pluto's epic change and realize that most of this, if you just look at it through this lens, is going to be geared toward releasing things that no longer serve. You and I can do that very quickly. 
and we are pursuing a spiritual path. So that's something that we do as a matter of habit. Mass consciousness, yeah, not so easily or quickly. I'm going to leave you there for the weekend. I'm not going to do a financial on Saturday just because we'll be doing stuff with the group. So we'll skip this week, be back with that the following week. And I'll see you back here for a recap on Monday. Monday's episode may be a little late being delivered because I will probably not record it until Monday morning. All right, but we will see you. We will have a report on Monday. I know you'll be anxious to hear. All right. Uh, If you want to keep posted on the trip, the best place to do that would be our Facebook group page, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners on Facebook. Love to have you over there to see what we're doing in North Carolina. You guys have a good weekend. Bye-bye.